All right. Welcome to another episode of The Dangerous Truth. All right, I'm going to get into why they are pulling this PSYOP, this fake pandemic of this virus. Because one thing you need to know is that it's impossible to pass a virus to somebody else. If you happen to have a virus of some sort, you cannot pass it to somebody else because a virus is not a living thing. So you cannot pass it to somebody. There's only two ways you can get a virus. One being through a vaccine or it being inserted into your body. That's why when you see the coronavirus test, They stick that swab all the way up your nose and into your brain. That is infected with the coronavirus. And the second thing is a swab where they collect your DNA. And number two, the only other way you can get a virus is if your body manufactures it. Our bodies have defense systems that kick in whenever we get an infection of a sort inside of our body. Like when you get a fever, that is your body trying to fight something off. So whenever you get a flu or something and you've never had a vaccine, that is your body saying that you put something inside of your body that your body does not that your body does not agree with. More likely, it's food or some kind of bad liquid that you put inside of yourself, combined with being in bad health, i.e., out of shape or just poor health, poor immune system, or whatever it may be. So that's why your body creates a fever, and you get chills, body aches, you're weak, and you just don't feel good. Your body's gone into overdrive, and it takes all of its resources and puts it towards fighting the infection inside of your body. So that's why you don't feel very well and have a temperature. Now, you can get a cold from somebody because that's a bacteria, and a bacteria is a living thing. So if you have a cold, of course you can pass a cold to somebody. That is not the same as a virus. A virus is not a living thing. You cannot catch it from somebody. You cannot get it from touching something that somebody did, even if they coughed on it. It's impossible. So there's many things, many reasons why they are doing this. I'm going to try and tackle as many as I can. There might be a few that I'm leaving out. But the main thing that I think why they're doing it is because they want to crash everything and go to a one-world currency. And if you paid attention, he said it early, but Trump said he's pushing back the mandate on the real ID. The real ID is going to be mandatory soon. And it was supposed to kick in in October, but they were kind of shady on all the description because I heard that you had to have it to fly on a plane, but then they say you can still fly on a plane with a passport, but you couldn't enter government buildings after the deadline. So in other words, if you never had to go in a government building, you wouldn't have to get one. If you wanted to fly, you could still use your passport, but they always come back and they'll, they'll make it mandatory. They'll say to get a license 
or to get a loan or to get a bank account or anything of any sort. You'll have to have a real ID. So eventually it's going to be mandatory for everybody. But when this first thing, this thing first kicked in, I knew that this thing here, that uh, it was going to be a DNA grab, and it was totally to put the DNA because you gotta you gotta know some things. The government, <clears throat> the United States of America, the people here are too free. The government needs to know every lock and step of what you're doing. So the the real ID is eventually going to be because it has a 3D facial recognition on the front. They tell you it's not, but it is. It has 3D facial facial recognition photo, and it all ties in. I'll get into that. It has <clears throat> has a I think it has a chip in it. It's going to have a chip in it of some sort. If not, they'll eventually add one. And it's going to be to where the point to where it's going to have your medical information. It's going to have probably your job information. It's going to have that facial recognition. And this thing here, they're going to be able to add your DNA to it. And then the chip is going to be to where they put your currency on it. So basically, all you need is that real ID. You're not going to need no wallet. You're not going to need no money or nothing because they're going to dissolve the paper money because they need to know everything. They need to know what you're buying, where you're buying it, when you're buying it. So they can get into the routine of what you're doing. So with that being said, it'll be a world currency because it's going to be a worldwide thing. Everybody in every country is going to have to get it, and it's probably going to be implemented slower in some countries than others. <clears throat> And it'll probably be like an exchange rate. So, for example, when I go to Ecuador, if Ecuador doesn't have the real ID, and ours does and as our currency, you'll just go to some kind of exchange rate. So you'll go to an ATM or Western Union down there or whatever, and then you'll basically take credits off of your card and turn it into their money, which they use the United States currency down there. So I don't know how that's going to work. They're going to have to basically implement it all at the same time or really close to it. And it'll be, for example, the way I think it's going to be set up is going to be units, for example. So units, you'll take all your money in there and exchange it. And uh, <clears throat> say, for instance, you got $500, so you'll take $500 in there and you'll get 500 units. And units here would be dollars. But then when you go to different places like Mexico or Ecuador, for example, like I said, units will be worth more down there, but it'll still be units. So that's that's the way it's going to be. That's that's the ultimate goal. And then another thing is, when I was talking about the facial recognition that they take, it's going to be, like in China, they got those facial recognition cameras everywhere. So they're going to know when you walk in down the street, they gonna know where you at, what time you got there, and what you're doing, and that ties into the 5G. And the 5G, <laughs> I know there's probably a lot of fools walking around talking about that 5G, how it's it's some kind of microwave and it's gonna fry your insides and this and that or whatever it may be. That's a load of junk. 5G is not a new technology. 5G is basically just putting more of their towers up. 
That way they're closer together. Because if you ever notice, if you're close to a tower, you probably got really fast internet. But the further you get away from that tower, your internet gets slower. So if you've ever noticed some little white things on the tower, those are the, that's the 4G, so-called. So those are the little white things you're going to see, and they're basically probably going to put them on the, I think they're going to put them on like all the, the light and the electrical poles. They're going to have them all the way down your neighborhood, and they're going to have to run all the way down the, the side of the road and everything else. And that's going to be real-life tracking, because right now 4G is a ping, so it pings your phone. So it pings maybe every five to seven seconds. Like when you see your GPS, and you see your little dot moving, it blinks. That's the ping, and it shows it moving. Every now you see it glitching, kind of jumping. When you get the 5G, it's going to be right lock and step. So if you got your phone in your pocket, you got 5G, they can tell when you take a step. You take a step, it's going to move a step on their GPS or their reader. So it's going to be all, it's the ultimate tracking system. And I think they got everybody locked up for this coronavirus too because they're doing something and they don't want some people to see. And it's just, I think it was a test run, too, because these people, they're really not that smart. Because people are so stupid, so they don't have to be really that smart to pull this stuff on people. Because if people weren't so stupid, they would never be able to pull this off. But I think they just throw something against the wall and see if it sticks. I think originally they threw it against the wall, never thinking it would go this far. But then it started going. They were like, okay, let's do a little more. And then they got... After the 15 days, they seen everybody was so stupid. They were like, "Fuck it, we're just go all in. Let's do it." And they just they did it. So it has to be a worldwide thing because all the currencies have to be the same. So, and they also have to eliminate the dollar because if somebody's got the coronavirus and they touch that dollar, it can go to other people and get infected. So they got they got to get rid of the dollars. It has to go. The currency's got to go. Physical currency's got to go. And the social distancing thing, too, is it's part of the divide because you always got these idiots that really buy everything that they sell. So somebody like me, I'm not going to buy it, so I'm not going to be scared to get close to somebody. But you always got those idiots, and as soon as you get up in their six feet of space or whatever, they're going to throw a little shit fit and think that you're infected so that's going to cause division. It's going to cause people to really not like anybody. It's going to cause people to be grumpy and not want to be social or anything. So basically, you're not even going to want to acknowledge a, a stranger. So if you're at the store or whatever, every now and then you say, hey, what's up, or wave to somebody or whatever, acknowledge somebody, you're not even going to want to do that. Everybody's going to be walking around being jerks and assholes. You know... And then I'm thinking that they want this to trigger martial law is what they want because they can't just come out and do martial law because I think there's too many arms here. People got too many guns, so I don't think they just fly out and do martial law. So they're going to have to do something to trigger that martial law. And what else to do it besides come out and say, hey, people aren't social distancing and they keep spreading and they just lock everybody down and just put the military on the streets because there's going to be a second wave of this crap. We ain't done yet. I don't even think we're halfway done with this shit. And I was sitting there 
talking to my dad earlier, I don't think sports is ever going to be the same. So what are you going to do? Even at a sports stadium, you can't social distance at a sports stadium. You can only fill every other seat. That's the case. And how can you really enforce that? So if you got a stadium that holds 80,000, you only sell 40,000 tickets, who's going to be, you got enough ushers to pay to, to enforce the social distancing? You got people waiting in line. You got people going to the bathroom. You got people getting in the stadium, people leaving the stadium. It's impossible. So how are you going to do that? Are you going to have somebody, you're going to have a dude waiting at the front gate shooting everybody with one of those fucking laser temperature gauges, taking everybody's fucking temperature, handing out masks? It's bullshit. So I don't know how this is going to work because, and I'm hoping it kind of backfires because they use money to keep people in bondage. I mean, the elite really don't need no money. I mean, think about it. What president pays for anything? He don't pay for shit. Because even if he wants to go out to eat or whatever in a public place, that restaurant's not going to charge him because he's the damn president or former president. If he goes to the damn store with his kids and they see him out, he ain't going to pay for shit because it's the old president. So they don't pay for nothing, for real. And then they get protection their whole life. They, they, money to the elite is nothing. It's, it's for us to be in bondage and slavery. So I mean, but how can you get more of the people's money if they're not going to sporting events and like restaurants too? Because, I mean, there's no way to do restaurants either. How are you going to social distance at restaurants? And I was watching the shit news and they were saying that fake governor, the Jesuit trained governor of of California said that you might have to wear a mask in a restaurant. How the fuck's that going to work? How are you going to eat with a damn mask on? Wear a mask and gloves. Now, how the fuck's that going to work? And when these people talk, if you got brain, they make absolute no sense. I mean, my 12-year-old son sits around and plays video games all day and watches stupid videos on YouTube, and he makes more sense than these dumb fucks do. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So there's so many things they could do with this that, you know, we're going to see what they're going to do because the food shortage is coming for sure, too, because I knew it was going to happen. They're shutting down these plants. And I'm wondering if these plants were even operational. These plants might not have been operational. There might not have been anybody working at these plants. And they just said they were. They could have been plants that are closed down. Nobody's there to say anything. I mean, all the hospitals are closed. They're funneling everybody in one hospital. That's how they get it. And then they close the hospital down. Nobody can get inside because they got the Hollywood studio in there shooting footage for the dummies for live time or primetime news. So, I mean, if you go up to your doctor, either the damn parking lot's empty or it's closed. You know, nobody's dying from anything else but coronavirus. There ain't no more heart attacks. Flu went away. You ain't ever going to hear the flu no more. That word just went away. It's all coronavirus. It's all just a database to collect everybody's information and it's a tracking device to track people. Like I said, we're going to see how far they take it because they got endless opportunity because the people are so stupid. And I've always said it's expensive to be stupid. And a lot of people don't get that. Until it costs them. And then they realize, damn, it is expensive to be stupid.
So keep in mind, this coronavirus ain't going nowhere. It's going to be around forever. And when you got, <laughs> it tells me when I got, when my brain's working, whenever you put an ordained Jesuit priest as the head doctor, doctor full of shit up there pretending to be a doctor, he's supposedly a, uh, I was checking him out, he's an immunologist. He studies the immune system. So, of course, somebody that knows your immune system knows shit that they can give you to attack your immune system. And that coronavirus they swab you with, it may not get you now if you get a strong immune system, but I think, I, but nobody's talking about it. I think that when they swab you and stick that thing up your brain, that attacks your immune system. It's probably a slow attack mechanism where it just slowly breaks down your immune system where you might not die now, but it could take 10 or 15 years off your life because it just starts attacking your immune system. It could be a slow attack mechanism because these guys, and I'm starting to wonder what family's in charge of this because when you go back and the real families, not the Rothschilds, not the fake Jews, not the <laughs> Rockefellers, None of them guys are the, or the um, what's that half-dead guy's name that Alex Jones likes that always pushes, George Soros. Those are all fakers. Those people, they don't control nothing. They ain't got no money. They ain't shit. The Jesuits are who hold everything. They're the, they're the basically CIA of the Vatican, but the real families are behind the scenes, and the Orsinis are one of the original families, and they are the ones that created the vaccines. So I wouldn't doubt one bit if the Orsinis are the ones behind this because they don't cure anything. And that's another telltale. You could tell it's fake because the government's not going to tell you there's a breakout. They're just going to let you die in the streets. And they, they got ways of hiding stuff. So people could just be dying in the streets from a virus and they wouldn't report it. They wouldn't. You wouldn't even know it because... The government doesn't care about people, and they want people dead anyways. That's the whole end game. They want people dead, and they only want a few million idiots as servants. But that's all they need for their for their agenda. Because if the government really cared about you, they wouldn't give you treatments for diabetes and high blood pressure and cholesterol. They'd give you cures. They've never cured any disease. And don't be fooled, they got cures for all those diseases. Why do you think those fucks live forever? Why do you think the Queen's 97,000 years old? Why do you think people like Donald Trump are still standing up and down? That old bag, old lady, Donald Trump. That motherfucker would have been dead a long time ago if it wasn't on some fucking cure disease shit, drinking people's blood. And Those people got cures for all the diseases. They drink blood and they get blood transfusions. That's how they live so long. Don't be fooled. The government don't care about nobody. So those are just a few things that I think what's going on with this coronavirus, and we'll see how far they take it. Like I said, they got endless, endless opportunities from this thing. And always keep in mind, like I said, if you got brain, you're a free thinker, and you're wide awake, you got to really think about the people you hang around with. If you're constantly with somebody, hanging around somebody, unless they live with you, they're a family member, even a family member, you got to do a stupid test. They're too stupid. You need to get them the hell out of your life. 
because now's not the time to be carrying dead weight. Dead weight will get your ass six feet deep. So, until next time, stay awake. And never forget, it's a never-ending shit show that we're battling.